You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you want to try a free trial, go to the website builtforthestage.com or click the link in the description of this episode and you can work for seven days with your own Broadway fitness coach on an online app. So check it out. No catch, no gimmicks. Builtforthestage.com. If you like Built for the Stage podcast, please rate, subscribe, and leave a comment. It'd be greatly appreciated. All right, please enjoy this conversation. Okay, so the bells have rung. We are officially able to conduct the interview now that the bells have gone off. Yeah. Um, so we got Sheldon Henry here, as mentioned before. Uh, an OG buddy of mine yeah. uh, from circa 2011 or 12. Yeah. Doing the hairspray together. Um, and yeah, we've reconnected. Sheldon's now in the prom on the Broadway. Um, this is your Broadway debut or no? Yeah. How's that been? Congratulations. <laughs> Shake my hand, sir. Amazing. Yeah. How did you get there? What did you do? I stayed home. You stayed home. <laughs> All right, tell me I, about it. I mean, I love touring. Like, you know, and like, touring didn't necessarily feel like work. You know, it was like, I get to be in a different city, tried lots of different food, which hurt me in a way. <laughs> which is why we're here, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it just felt like a paid vacation to do what you love. But then I was like... I gotta get some stability. Yeah. You know, we all get to that point in our life where you're like, I need to stay home. Yeah. And then I did the out of town tryout, and here I am on the B Wing. Right. You yeah. did it at the Alliance Theater. Yes. yes. All the way back in 2016, right? Yeah. These roads to Broadway are long ones. Long. Uh, long. The more people I chat about, you know, their debut or the shows they've been in, it's like, yeah, I was in Frozen and. 1999 and now here I am 45 years later at the Hippodrome but yeah right awesome how did you end up coming upon getting cast in that in that show like it was just another audition for you or or was this one on your list where you're like oh I got to I got to no it was like untitled at that point mm. so it wasn't called The Prom we all actually thought it was Mean Girls at that point right hilarious uh, yeah very funny same director just uh yeah but um it was, yeah it was a random dance call and I was like well I'm here let's do it you know yeah and then it just kind of like one thing led to another you know so did you know that this untitled musical you're auditioning for had 
the aspirations of going to Broadway, or did you think it was just some everyday new musical? Yeah, no, I didn't know until I got it that they were like, oh, so it's possibly going to Broadway, my agent said. And I was like, okay, well, you know, whenever that happens, it happens, because we all know, like, we've all been in workshops and readings and things where you're like, oh, this is going to Broadway. And yeah. then you're like, crickets. <laughs> Still haven't heard. Right. You know, so, yeah. Now, the show was in 2016. Yeah. Did it close in 2016, or was it, uh, what was the run like? Yeah, we did, like, a three-month run yeah. with the Alliance, and then um, it was just kind of like waiting around as they made some changes, and they realized what people liked and what didn't like, and what the writers liked, what they didn't like. And then, yeah, they were just kind of like, we're aiming for a certain date, for Broadway, but that didn't happen. It happened like a year later. Yeah. So I just continued on in my life and like went on another tour. <laughs> when they announced it was going to Broadway, did they tell you that they were keeping you before that, or did you hear it was getting announced that it was going to Broadway and you're like, mm, I wonder, you know, if I'm yeah, gonna... there were no contracts. <laughs> ah. Like even when they announced the cast, we had no, like, no clue. Okay. You know, it just kind of like happened. Yeah. I didn't sign a contract until like my first day of rehearsal. So people were like, I didn't know you were doing that. And I was like, oh, neither did I. Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> Hilarious. A lot of complications on the way to this road, but yeah. there we are. You know what I mean? Wow. So. Any major. So you had a good time touring. Yeah. What were some of the shows you, you toured with? I saw a couple of them, I think. Yes. Uh, my most recent one was I was on the Little Mermaid tour. Right. And I had a good time understudying that crab. Yeah, you look good in that crab Thanks, thanks. Yeah, I had a good time, like, doing that. I mean, it was fun. I've never done anything that was considered, like, a kid's show. Yeah. So, it was, like, great to, like, have this, like, magic, yeah. you know, that these kids had no idea what was about to happen and, like, yeah, yeah. take them on a, a journey, yeah. which is what we tend to do in theater anyway, right? So, yeah, that was, like, my favorite up-to-date are, are they still doing the heelys the like yes that thing but there was more flying because uh -huh. disney was trying something new there we go um, so yeah as an eel as an extra eel i um i was on heelys but <laughs> do, you, do you still rock them in the city sometimes so i had to learn to heal me right i may send you a video so you can just i would bust show me butt. like well it was like a laduca made to be a heely so it's a little more complicated because it doesn't have that like the traction, the traction is different when you stop. You have to like really stop. It's weird. It's mm. weird. It's not like a sneaker where you can just like safely stop. Yeah. If you stop in these Laducas too fast, you're. <laughs> oh, I do Memphis right after that though. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. I did. I played Bobby in Memphis, mm. which is kind of cool and um, a different take on it. And I did that at Tuts right after. That's why. Got it. Um, right before I started the prom, actually. Yeah. So that was cool. I mean, you know, it's like. I don't know. It's 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 kind of surreal, like the career I've had. It's kind of just like it's so wild. Yeah. And some kind of random. Like I did the uh, River Dance tour, and that was random. What? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was a rhythm tapper on that, so. Oh, cool. It was cool. It was cool to be in like a different kind of world. That's a different beast. Yeah. Different beast. And to be in 15 minutes of a show. Tell us, tell us one of those wild stories where like. You're you're chasing the dream, or you're on tour, yeah. or you're doing this acting career life. Like uh, great, crazy stories, or maybe bad ones, where you're like, right. "Screw this! Like I'm out." Hmm. I've had situations where I've had that thought of like, "I'm done." Yeah, tell me. And about it was it. mainly because we work so hard to get these these jobs, and we were going four and five times, sometimes seven. 
and we get the job, and then they call us back three weeks later, and they have to cut your contract because of budget or because of they need they need something else. It's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with what you did. You were hired. Yeah. And um, that kind of happened as of recent, and it's kind of up in the air. But like, you want to give up. You want to be like, well, well, why am I doing all this extra work? You know, I could not imagine being like a nine to fiver and someone telling me like, actually, you had that interview a month ago. <laughs> you no longer have that job at J.P. Morgan. Yeah. Like, what do you do? Only we deal with things like that. Yeah. But on top of that, you have to deal with your mental health. You have to deal with your your physical health. You have to deal with your personal life. It's it's crazy what we deal with. So like, it was hard not to say screw it, but also like I'm somebody who like. I kind of believe in, in, in time, place, rhyme, reason. Um, and that maybe I was dodging a bullet. Yeah. You know, and, and, and so sometimes you have to put it in that perspective. But that was one of the times where I was like, why? Why? Why do I put myself through all this anxiety? And, 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 and so what is it? What's the why? What else would I be doing? <laughs> you uh, um, Maya Abney that I interviewed, she's in the Share Show right yeah. now. She was in Black Panther. As oh, well. shut up! She said this. She said I have no choice. She said I. It sounds dramatic, but literally, I have no choice. I have to do this. Yeah. No, I think I interned one summer in college because I didn't want to perform at like a physical therapy office, and I was like, I could not. I, I sitting behind a desk from nine to five was terrible i think i had about 20 bathroom breaks per day because <laughs> i couldn't you know stay still you know yeah, yeah that was your office right your exactly <laughs> so at that point and at this point in my life i'm like it, it's something i'm searching for what else do i enjoy yeah you know and right now this is the highlight of what i enjoy and then you know life is a journey and we're all figuring it out yeah you're under- like i met you as a performer years ago yeah and you found something else that you were so passionate about and i'm so proud of you like oh thank you so that's what i'm like oh you did it you're doing it you're doing it um you were on the late night show yeah yeah what's that like what's uh how late is the late <laughs> it's night very show early. <laughs> it's early okay it's early they're recording on it's early right because well earlier she got to get there for the camera to like um for them to figure out the views and how they're gonna tape it mm-hmm. and then you have like a long break and then you kind of tape it around like four in the evening mm-hmm. but it's just very funny how like they set everything up to like appear to be 11 30 at night you know uh-huh. um but it's really a cool experience and it's really cool to see especially when you're in the dressing rooms how many other like stars have been there and like you can see one signature and they also share the same hallway as saturday night live mm. so you get to like cool. peep around like see yeah. the backstage of that uh-huh. so like that was a really cool experience one one definitely one on the bucket list right yeah um maybe the thanksgiving day parade someday have you been we did it you did it yes well then there you go freezing we're, we're, <laughs> we're over here macy's is uh yeah literally it's literally right there right there i think i got it in there um how was that um freezing right freezing and i've done it before because i grew up in new york city and i was part of the boys car Harlem. so like we had to do you know perform right school you get the opportunity to do all these really cool things yeah um but i didn't remember <laughs> being this cold but i also wasn't like a suit i was in my costume and they have these huge blowers that are just blowing heat and they're just like trying to keep warm but 
you just push through with the adrenaline, yeah. you know? And thanks to Uniglow, we had, like, these uh, the heat tech things. Sweet. So shout out to Uniglow for that's that. Cool. Uh, Good morning, America. Now that's, now that's early. That's yeah. like, we had a night show that night. It was an 8 o'clock show, I believe. So, you know, you're not getting out of your show until 10.30, and that's when the curtain's going down. Mm-hmm. The time you get through the stage door, it's 11.15. Mm-hmm. Time you get home, eat dinner, it's, it's 12. I start eating pretty late in my day, so yeah. I keep going. Because um, I don't go to bed until like 2. Like, I can't, I don't like wind down pretty yeah. early. Like, it takes you forever. And I had to be up by 4. Who else was on the show that day? Did you rub shoulders with anyone interesting? No. <laughs> no, it was just like, we were like hopefully, a highlight of hopefully that. Hopefully whoever else was on the show is not listening to this. Oh, God, I know. <laughs> I doubt they will be, though. Michael um, Strahan, though, like... Oh, yeah, what's up? I know. The I man. Love him. I love him. Talk love about him. finding other things you're passionate about. Right? It's like, go from defensive lineman in the NFL to hosting. everything. Literally hosting. 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 Hosting this, hosting that. And that is that. actually what I'm trying to do, probably. Okay. Hosting. hosting. Going into that, so... All right. Um... House opening night or any other experiences before we move on from the prom. The prom. Yeah. Um, opening night was crazy. Obviously, it's surreal. It's like this new show that everyone's like buzzing about. Um, and obviously, we've had a lot. We had some. We had lots of great press, and then we had some negative press as far as like people. How? As far as the Twitter and people's opinions in America. But your opinion is your opinion, and it is what it is. But. So we had a little like shaky moments with that as far as uh, security, but we all we got we got through that. But opening night was crazy. You know, it was at the Copa, it was like four floors, so you're just like trying to like mix and mingle with everyone, but it was like you know, we talk about the journey. Yeah, and it was like, wow. Three years. You know what I mean? Like it took well, two years at that time to get here. Yeah. And before I got there, the show had been like in the works for like seven years. You know, so it was crazy. I was like, I know it felt surreal for me, so I could not imagine the writers and the directors like, oh my God, we ha- we got this beast open. You know, yeah. like they they might have re- started writing this five, six, seven. Yeah, years. literally, it this year makes like eight years since they've been working on it. Eight, nine years, mm-hmm. and they we've had many, many reincarnations of the show. Yeah. Um. So yeah. And now it's a Broadway show. Now it's a Broadway show. So people out there listening on the podcast or Instagram TV, parallel this to your fitness, all right? A Broadway body is not an overnight success. What's unique about your cast? I wanted to ask that real quick because your cast has to be pretty versatile, right? Like, are you guys kind of, are you extra fun in in your cast or no? Yeah, um, and it sucks to say surprisingly, but, you know, we all work in this business where you like, you know, you can you, ha- you you have your selected few people, yeah. but this cast has been like a dream. It has been a dream. Like everyone is so supportive. Everyone is so just like it's crazy. Like I started, even though I was already going to the gym. Like I started. We have a fitness group that we text each other. Okay, nice. This is my dressing room, and we used to be called Weight Watchers. <laughs> I don't know. Your dressing room. I yeah, I just created that stupid. Like, I love that. Name, but, I love that. Um, now we're called the Beast because we've beast. like gotten over that home. I got you. But it's crazy the amount of support. Like we all text each other. We're just like you know, if anyone ever needs something, where everyone's there, from the ensemble to the leads to the stage management to the producers that come and see us every night, or 
send us those beautiful donuts that we look at as we walk up the stairs. Just trying to sabotage you. I know. But on the daily. On the daily. But the amount of calories we burn in that show, I mean, sometimes the donuts is worth it, right? <laughs> but no, uh, beautiful cast. Beautiful cast to work with. Like, Just like really a joy to go to work. So if you were the Weight, weight Watchers and now the Beast, does that mean there's other names to other dressing rooms? Or were you oh. the only name dressing room? We're, we're the only name dressing room. We're a very popular dressing room oh, anyway, okay. so right. um, the three of us are just like... You guys are lit, huh? Yeah, just, you know, we're the green room, too, because everyone comes up in there. Oh. <laughs> You're the main green room. Literally the main room, but no, um, just a dream to work with, like, I... You know, you may be tired going to work, but you're like, I get to work with these people, and like, you'll go into the theater and you'll automatically be like, all right, cool, hey, you know how you doing? So, so they're unique, they're special. What's unique and special about you? I want to get into like, uh, for those that are in the audition grind, either yeah. deep in it and really, really weary, or yeah. maybe just for like maybe younger people getting into it. What do you know about yourself that you try to hold on to that you kind of carry into the room with you? Everyone has something special about them. And what I do is I create a world outside, especially if it's an appointment. I create a world outside, and I bring that world in. And they either choose to step in or not. You can literally only do what you can do. I think the mindset often is you go into the room trying to be accepted by them, Right and into their world, right? But you're coming from the the 180 side of it, walking in saying, "I'm about to present a world to you, and if you want to step in, come on in because it's worth it. And if not, it's out of my control. It's out of your control. You 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 can try to tweak the world, obviously, to what you want me to to do for your your, your show. But yeah, your preparation for this audition is this is what I have. This is the world I created. And trust me, if you make it interesting enough, I'll be on board. You have the... <laughs> you have... <laughs> you keep taking uh, some pictures on your Instagram of <clears throat> uh, a, a Bass Pro Shop hat. Oh, my God. What's that all about? Okay. <laughs> so, I'm obsessed with uh, trucker hats. Okay. And... On tour, as a black man, it's very hard to get haircuts. Ah, uh, yeah. So I became like, ran, you see, random hats. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love hats. So I became this hat guy. Yeah. And in Memphis, there's this major, it's like the biggest, I guess, Bass Pro Shop ever in the United States. Right. right. And it has restaurants, bowling alleys, blah, blah, Wow. So they had these trucker hats. <laughs> That were four dollars, an array of colors like yellow, green, and I decided it's four dollars. I'm on tour, making money. I'm gonna buy eight of these hats, and people were like, "I cannot believe you bought those hats!" Like, and I put it on one day, and I was rocking. I was like, "I'm gonna make this cool. Like, this is my thing." And everyone was like, "Wow, you really pulled those hats off." So Bass Pro Shop, please send me some hats if you see this, right? Ambassador, um, right here. I love trucker hats. I love Bass Pro Shop hats because they have so many great colors. And when I went back, fun fact is that I have a friend who lives in Alabama, and when I go back to Alabama, 
I replace the like broken down ones that I've worn. So if it's a black one that I've been wearing a lot, I go back and I get it. Oh wait, a... so this has been going on for a while. Yes. How long? Have... Maybe two years. Huh? Okay. Yeah, literally two or three years, like just going back again. An initial thirty-two dollars, well invested. Come on. I'm with it. I know that's why I want to leave the gym. You put on a hat. What do you, you know what I mean? Like I'm gonna have to hook you up with some of this gear instead. Yeah. Instead oh my of god, I love Pro. Yeah. I love this. <clears throat> Anything that you hang your hat on on a daily basis, as far as like some people like to journal. They're yogis. Some people get their gym session in. Uh, you know, some people make sure that their house is picking. What is like a good daily tip that you think works well for you that you can give to the audience? Something where you can release your mind, and that has become working out for me. But I love a spin class. Okay. I don't know something about a spin class. My my boy Eddie at Swerve. It's like I don't think about anything, and I just like try to push that energy, yeah, into the bike and just like release my mind because my mind is always racing. I'm always thinking about like mm. what's next, what's you know, what do I do tomorrow, so. Anything that's high intensity, to be honest. Any like, I love group fitness where it's like high intensity because that's like therapy for me because I know the next person next to me is going through something just like I am. Yeah. And we're all like pushing this like energy into something great. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Who's your hero? Who's your hero? One of them. My mom. Your mom. There you go. Yeah, mom. My mom. I mean, like, if I call her and I say, God, mom, I've been through so much this week. She's like. You know, just take a breath, then she like talks me off the ledge immediately. Yeah. And no matter what, like she texts me almost like quite often per week and tells me that I'm the greatest. <laughs> That's like my well, mom. Hopefully mom will see this. Yeah, like my mom. Like Amazing. It's crazy. Three fun questions and then that's it. Okay. Dream roll. Anything that isn't black. Anything okay. I'm ready to like take down the walls. Yeah. You hashtag Black Broadway a lot or Broadway Black. Yeah. Something like that. To show kids in other cities if they hashtag that, that you two can do what I'm doing. Word. It's basically just to see that there are colorful people on the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. The time is now, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, the stereotypical kind of roles are like, those are fun. Yeah. Those are easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we don't do things because it's easy. Yeah. We do things to, like, yeah, conquer and, and challenge. It's yeah. just fitness. Right. I, I started doing it again because I was like, I need... To, I'm not going to be happy until I see some kind of result. The thing that is rewarding for me about fitness as opposed to acting is that in acting, you can do everything that you need to do, but it might not happen. It has nothing to do with you. No. But in fitness... If you put it in, it's going to give it back. Oh. If you don't put it in, then you don't get nothing out of it. Right. Like, it's something that you can show up to every day where it's like, if I stay consistent with this, the result will come. Yeah. And there's something, like, mentally kind of uh, empowering about that, for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, going to work every day is 9 to 5. It's like, well, not 9 to 5, but just going to work, going to work, going to work. But I was like, what am I doing for myself in that day? Yeah. And it became this. You know, I'm not a yogi, but this is sort of my meditation and my, like, release and... No, yeah. You know? A different way of getting from A to B, but essentially the same same yeah. experience. And I want to live long. Yeah. And I want to be a daddy. There you go. There you go. <laughs>
Yeah. And you, know? you got a better chance being a healthy one. Yeah. Who's going to win in a fight? The Rock or Chuck Norris? <laughs> There's those jokes out there where, like, Chuck Norris beats an entire army and stuff like that. But The Rock, he eats, like, six pizzas in one sitting, so he's pretty impressive, too. Yeah, he gets all the uh, carbohydrates to get him through. I'm going to go with Chuck. You're gonna, oh, you will go with Chuck. Nice. Yeah, what if know. The Rock had, like, Jackie Chan on his team and they were going to go for Chuck Norris? Chuck got some up his sleeve. All right, so. <laughs> Chuck Norris always always go for the underdog I love it I love it you never know alright so let's go with both who's more fierce or fiercer Beyonce or Michelle Obama Michelle Obama why I know there's a lot of people out there in the beehive I am not (laughs) necessarily a huge beehive person I respect her talent and I think she is great yeah but I don't know who she is hmm and Michelle Obama has personality, and personality takes you a very, very, very long way and far. Amazing. You know, like, let's think about how many people out there has just made a living or millions off of personality. Yeah. Not talent. Yeah, yeah. Personality. Yeah. And, and, and letting you know who they are. I love that. Like, take their names out of it yeah. and just make that a general quote. Yeah. And that's, that's amazing. Yeah. All right. Um... Anything you want to say to your adoring fans back back home or in the city or anything? Whatever you are, are currently thinking about doing or trying, just do it. Take a leap. There you go. Take a leap. All right, Sheldon Henry, Built for the Sage podcast, IGTV, here in Herald Square. Signing off. Later. And that'll do it on episode 25 with Sheldon Henry. Thanks again for being on the podcast, Sheldon. And once again, if you want to try a free trial, go to the website, BillForTheStage.com or DM me at BillForTheStage. Looking forward to hearing from you. Until next time, it's me, Roscoe, signing off. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.